Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you with our special guest, R.J. Spina. R.J. is a true leader and metaphysical teacher. He has healed himself of a permanent chest-down paralysis. We'll have him talk about that. Severe chronic illness and life-threatening conditions through his own authentic transcendation, his teachings, wisdom, guidance, and revolutionary self-healing and self-realization techniques have already changed and saved the lives of many people across this planet. He has dedicated his life to the freeing and healing of humanity on all levels. RJ has started his own not-for-profit. It's called the Human Advancement Through Higher Consciousness, and he teaches self-healing, self-realization courses as well. Website linked up at coasttocoastam.com. His book is called Supercharged Self-Healing. RJ, welcome to the program. Good to have you with us. Thanks for having me, George. It's my pleasure. Tell me what happened to you, this permanent chest-down paralysis. Uh, so there was, uh, this was the beginning of 2016. Uh, I spent a couple of weeks in the hospital. I was diagnosed with uh, sepsis. I was told that I, I really wouldn't live another 48 hours. Oh, jeez. And uh, on top of the sepsis, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, which was news to me, hypothyroidism, pancreatitis, uh, thyroiditis. And I was there for a few weeks. They were giving me really strong antibiotics to try to take care of the sepsis. And lo and behold, I got discharged in about two weeks, but six weeks later, uh, the antibiotics were not working, obviously, and I became permanently paralyzed from the chest down. Oh. I, re- I required life-saving surgery, which was a, a, a laminectomy, which is where they scrape off the infection off the spine. But once once the spine is damaged, and I was already paralyzed before they did the surgery, there's the spine itself has no self-repair or self-healing mechanism. It's like a, it's almost like a jelly, a gelatinous substance, and as soon as it's touched it's permanently damaged. So when I, uh, when I had awakened from <clears throat> emergency surgery, I was immediately told by the surgeon that no one recovers and that the, the condition was permanent. That's amazing. Yeah, sepsis can kill you, to be sure. And so many people have died because of that dreaded uh, bacterial disease. My God. And as you said, if the antibiotics don't kick in, you're in you're t- you could be toast. Yeah, yeah. The, the prognosis was uh, dismal to say the least, but, uh, but, but I knew better. Now, how did you fight this? Well, I mean, I think we could give it a little context, George, in the sense that when I was a little kid, um, I used to just what we now understand as astral projection or leaving your body. And so I would do this naturally without uh, effort or certainly without teaching. Uh, as soon as I would just sort of relax, I would, I would just literally be out of my body. And uh, this kept sort of happening over and over again. And first I would just be next to my body, and my body would be sleeping. Then I'd be on the ceiling. Then I'd be on the roof of uh, my parents' house. And then pretty soon I realized, as, as you know, being pure spirit, that I could go anywhere and do anything. And so it became totally normal for me as a kid to, to leave this realm and to go into different realities, different frequencies, different dimensions, and uh, I would, it felt to me as if when I would have these travels, I would retain the information or the wisdom, and even as a little kid. So this, this kind of understanding, these metaphysical understandings and being able to leave my body and use my energy, 
uh, is normal. I, I, I came into this life uh, this way. I mean, my last name is Spina, which means spine. So it's it's not a it's not a coincidence by any chance that um, I gave myself a a challenge in this lifetime to be able to overcome uh, permanent paralysis. And George, the only way I can describe what occurred uh, upon awakening from emergency life-saving surgery is that uh, I had awakened into what is known as authentic cosmic consciousness, and the healing was like a muscle memory. I immediately remembered how healing works and what to do. And when I was a kid, I used to say, if I ever get sick, I'll just heal myself, which is a a ridiculous thing, a ridiculous thing to say, but I did say it because I knew this talent or ability or understanding was inside of me. And, you know, as a kid, I, I certainly couldn't bring it out. But uh, once the need had arisen, and obviously it had arisen, I was permanently paralyzed and in horrible, horrible shape. But I literally had awakened into my own cosmic consciousness and everything came back to me. And I, I told everyone, I told the ICU, ICU nurse, the the neurosurgeon, my doctor, the nurses, the physical therapists. I said I would heal myself, and I described it in detail in terms of what I would do. And I even said, uh, believe it or not, that in 100 days, I'll walk unassisted. And in exactly 100 days, I walked unassisted. And all this is documented and verifiable. There's a a video on my website that's time-stamped, so you can actually see myself uh, unparalyzing myself. It was a muscle memory, George. It all came back to me. Were these medical professionals in shock when you healed yourself? Yeah, beyond uh, beyond shock. Uh, I went to go visit the neurosurgeon a few months uh, afterwards, and I was already you know able to walk. I certainly wasn't sprinting, but I, but I was able to walk. And I remember I, I went to go visit him, and he literally said the word ginormous. <laughs> three times in a row, because I think he was literally, he was a brilliant man, I think he was literally at a loss for words. He had never seen anything like it. And I said, remember, I told you that I was going to do it. He goes, you're right. You're absolutely right. Could this also have been considered a miracle, RJ? Uh, you know, we can call it that, but I, uh, George, I would say it's metaphysics. I would say this is explainable. It's repeatable. The healing technique that, that's in the book that I call the Ascend the Frequency Healing Technique is exactly what I did for myself. It's a repeatable, robust process that, that really has to do with accessing your own higher consciousness and then harnessing your energy properly. And this is the same teachings and understandings that countless people literally all over the world have used to help heal themselves, and I simply guide them in the process and assist them. So we can call it a miracle for sure, but it's in essence, it's it's just actual metaphysics. And is it more science than supernatural? Yeah, it's science because it has to do with uh, you know we could even address it in terms of how Tesla laid it out for us with vibration, frequency, energy, and you can say we're working with the same understandings, except we're now working with our own vibration, our own frequency, and our own body of energy. And when we start to access it properly, there really is no limitation in terms of what we can do. And I, I mean that literally. Uh, you can use me as an example. And, and essentially, me overcoming permanent chest-down paralysis is really the permission slip for other people to now start doing the same thing for themselves. Well, we're going to get into how you do these things, RJ, as well. What does, what, what does the wording higher consciousness mean to you? Uh, I would say it's, 
everything that is outside of the intellect and therefore uh, the five senses or sensory perceptions. So our our body is attuned to the to the local environment, and it's attuned to the lower three frequencies within the within the first full dimension. And those three f- bottom frequencies band together to sort of form height, weight, and width, which gives us what we call a three dimensional reality. And so our body is attuned to the local environment, which is how we're able to incarnate here. So the higher consciousness is really what we actually are. And that's, that is attuned to all the way up to God, source, or creator, whatever word you want to use. And so it's when we transcend what I call body consciousness, which is just the reliance upon five physical senses and then the sensory data that comes in. And what, what forms from that is called the intellect, which is really nothing uh, in terms of what your higher consciousness is capable of. So what we really are is higher consciousness that's having a human experience, and then we reduce ourselves to body consciousness, which is just five sensory perceptions and the intellect. Not everybody has the ability to heal themselves. We all have the wherewithal, but not everybody can do it. Why not? Well, I, there's two things there, George. Everyone does have the ability to do it, but we're all going to pass away at some point or not, and that's part of our life plan. So we give ourselves opportunities and my understanding is that we have seven different termination points or exit junc- junctures within an incarnation that correlate to the seven main chakras. So when the soul has determined it's done enough, it's, it's simply going to leave the body and it will avail itself of one of these termination points. But in terms of the ability to access our higher consciousness and, and harness energy in, a way, in ways that we just haven't been taught, uh, I think there's really limitless potential in terms of what people can do. I've I've worked with people that have been sick for decades and have tried everything: Western medicine, Eastern medicine, sound bowls, you know, uh, crystals, you name it. And then when they start working with their own higher consciousness and harnessing their energy, they they make recoveries that doctors and everyone else would have said is impossible. Can this also be used, RJ, for other things rather than just healing? by tapping into, you know, cognition and things like that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are lots of people that I work with that, that don't even contact me for healing. They contact uh, me in terms of their own self-realization or self-awareness and to be able to use these teachings in terms of being able to achieve whatever it is that they want to achieve in their life. These, these principles are universal, and that's why I said it's, it's just metaphysics. It seems like a miracle from the outside looking in, but when you start to work with it, you understand it's just a repeatable, robust process, and you can use these teachings for any form of achievement, healing or otherwise. What about faith? How important is that? Faith is is one of the the four directions of of consciousness that I I talk about in the book. Uh, Faith is hugely important because it's the connection to something greater that's already within us. And so there's a massive difference between faith and belief. In fact, George, metaphysically, faith and belief are polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, belief is anything whose landing spot lies outside of the self. And so belief, by definition, is actually disempowering. Faith is the opposite of that. Faith is the <clears throat> excuse me, direct connection to something deeper and more powerful within yourself. So when you start to access faith... Really, it's almost like the stepping stone to be able to 
really do anything because you are now connected to something greater than yourself. You have called the ego EMI. What does that mean? I call it the ego mind identity uh, because I think that's a more accurate understanding of uh, the ego. And so I like to say the ego mind identity is a limitation program that runs by thinking. And we've all heard what's the antidote to thinking, meditation. So uh, the ego mind identity is essentially based upon our identifications, and the foundation of the EMI is always the body. So, and that's why when we always think of healing, the first thing we think of is physical healing, which I think is interesting because we, we identify with the body. And then the other identifications with beliefs, concepts, ideologies, so-called knowledge, the accumulation of all of, all of our identifications, ego, mind, identity, that makes up our limitation program because all those things are not actually what we really are. We're not the body, and we're certainly not what, what the body's sensory perceptions perceive. And so that makes up a, what I call a limitation program. And that limitation program literally runs by thinking and by using meditation in a whole new way, which is what we, we do in the book and what I teach, we're able to transcend the ego-mind identity. And this now leads us, George, into things like authentic self-realization, which is another word for enlightenment, and authentic self-healing. And it's all by transcending the ego-mind identity. Is the ego good or bad, RJ? Well, the ego, well, it's a good question. It's normally just a limitation, really, because it's based upon identifications. So in that sense, the ego is very limiting. But we can use our energy properly, and our energy really is our will. And so the association with anything here would be egoic, but we can harness it in a way to achieve certain things. But the key, George, in terms of that is to understand our motivation behind what is driving the achievement, whether it's a low frequency, which would be an EMI-driven activity, or is it something that is derived directly from the self or higher self or the higher consciousness. And in, and in that sense, we're harnessing our body of energy and our body, but we can use the egoic mind to our advantage, but only when it's understood for what it really is. Now, don't most people take the ego and get it out of context? They think the ego really is just somebody's personality? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it, I just think it runs much deeper, George. The, that's why I call it the ego-mind identity. It, it's, it's, it's the subconscious programming, too, that happens when we incarnate here. It's the identifications with the body and everything that's here. And, and so it, it runs deeper, and it's, it's one of the reasons why we have to bring the subconscious into the conscious mind in order to in order to transcend it the ego is much is much more than just the the, the human persona it, it runs deeper than that rj spina with us his book is called supercharged self-healing a revolutionary guide to access high frequency states of consciousness that rejuvenate and repair how do we get into those states rj it's really it's actually rather simple and we can we can just do one right now it takes two seconds and i call these things uh magic tricks, real magic tricks, because they are real magic. It, it changes the energy immediately. So, George, we can just do it together because it takes two seconds. All, all right. You have, all you have to do is pretend you just arrived here. No past, no future. That's it? And your mind stops. There's no way to think 
without a past or a future. There's nothing almost. That's right. And stay with the nothingness. And the longer you stay with the nothingness, the higher consciousness literally starts to unfold. And the whole key to transcending the ego mind identity is, is to stop the limitation program of thinking. And the way to do that is meditation. But there's simple, powerful ways to meditate like that one because you can't think when you pretend that you just arrived here, no past, no future. And so this is, this is really the key, is learning how to move our energy out of our mental body, which is actually what happens. If we could see this, and it is possible to see this, not with our physical eyes, though, when there's no energy in the mental body, there's no way for the mind to think. And so this is part of the key about moving our energy, and this is sort of the foundation of the Ascend the Frequencies Healing Technique. You now learn how to command your energy in a way that human beings aren't currently taught. Is this one of the techniques of many? Yeah, that's just one little exercise in terms of just pretend you just arrived here, no past, no future. Do they all need to follow a chronological step? No, no. What the, the most important thing about it is in the beginning of the book, I talk a lot about the ego-mind identity so people can truly understand what it is. Because most of us identify with our thoughts and identify with our feelings. But if we were our thoughts and feelings when they pass, we would pass too. How important, how, how important, RJ, is uh, positive thinking, good karma? Does that have a role? I, I would say uh, no thinking <laughs> is, is the key, George. Not even so much positive thinking. Healing occurs prior to thought, prior to belief, and prior to emotion. It, it's spiritual fiction that we heal through positive thinking and, and beliefs. The healing actually takes place before the energy actually goes in that direction. So uh, certainly positive thinking is nice, but you can't heal yourself through positive thinking. You actually, the healing begins before you even think. Is this what you call the ascend the frequencies healing technique? Yeah, this is the, this is the, the beginning understanding of it, because once we stop the mind from continually moving forward, the sicknesses and diseases that we have acquired no longer have any momentum to keep going forward. And so this is one of, the, one of the understandings that's a real paradigm shift is that I've discovered that all disharmony comes from disharmonious thought patterns. So once we actually stop with the thought patterns, there's no momentum for the energy to keep going that's, that's going in the wrong direction. It, it's like you put a pause button on your sickness and disease once you're able to quote-unquote meditate and stop thinking. Now, once we've put the pause button, George, we can then start using our energy directly to kind of reverse, if you will, that momentum. And so that's kind of part of the understanding of the Ascend the Frequencies Healing Technique. What is it about the techniques that makes it work? Oh, you're accessing what you really are. You're accessing what people call the soul. And you're accessing your higher consciousness. The, the, the cure for all that ails humanity is the soul. There's, there's nothing out there that's, that's going to cure the body. Nothing originates in the physical, and that's why there's nothing really curative in this realm. So we really have to go to the essence of things, the essence of the self. And I like to say the higher consciousness is the architect of our form and the chemist of our biology. And when you're able to start to do this, and, and those, this is just the beginning point of stopping the mind, the, some of the protocols or exercises, we then use our energy, the same energy that we use to think and emote, and animate the body, we're then going to use that very same energy 
to actually elevate our consciousness, raise ourself in frequency. So we're really just going to do the opposite of what we've always been doing. And when you start to do the opposite of what everyone's been doing, the results are what you termed and what other people term a miracle. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.